Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Such an image of professionalism here. <laughs> just got like this mouth stuff. Just like <sighs> with the local fast break podcast. This is Gerald Glassford coming right back at here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop culture cosmos where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week. Wherever you get your podcasts, and on this week's episode, got some great conversations coming your way. I had a conversation with TJ Johnson on her favorite pop culture soundtracks. We also talk about the end of Kiss, which is not the end of Kiss. And if you want to go ahead and hear the conversation, you'll find out why it's not the end 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 of of Kiss. Kiss. What are you talking about? Listen to the show and you'll understand why. I cannot say Then just look it up on a Google search then. It was time for that. Plus also it was... (laughs) Magic Man Sean Grice and Laker Nick and I had a great conversation on Hollow Notes. And I put that on there from our playback, playback.tv slash Sacred Fast Break live coverage. It was a great conversation. I added that on as well. Plus, Jeff Sabota from the MCU's Bleeding Edge, he is talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Disney need to do to go ahead and write the ship in 2024 so we talk about that as well plus also as well joe soro the munching man indeed go ahead and check out what he's doing today as ox 1947 lakersball.com plus also he's got a great company you need to support i was actually trying to find the actual address for last night because i was thinking about you know sending christmas cards and all that uh, but i don't want to tell you what my search came up with so i will just go ahead and say please just go to simblades that's the easy address you can go ahead and go check out Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Also, as well, go ahead and check out the guys from the Lakerholics. Lakerholics, Laker Tom. <sighs> if you saw our conversation this past weekend, Magic Man, you know what I think the Lakerholics specialize in? Talking over each other, because I think it was just an hour of them talking over each other and me. And you, and you, and I, and everybody talking over each other. But it's a fun hour, nonetheless. 
Please I go gotta, ahead. I got to say, Gerald, that I think that's uh, Jamie does it as well, but that's more of a reflex response. So I have to kind of give Jamie a pass for that over the years. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll say this, that when it comes to the Lakerholics, they do have their opinions. Please go ahead and check out what they are because <laughs> they're very out there. Right there at Lakerholics.com. Also, as well, our good friends, Empire yeah, Tom, Tom really took that left on my uh, yeah. my Darvin Ham and why he's up playing Rui. That was a real yes. left turn. Yes. Uh, also, as well, Empire Jeff TV, Lakers in five, the Larry Lakers dribbling chit chat. Also, as well, the John McCallion channel and Daniel Berry Sports Highlights. All great channels indeed. Speaking of great channels you need to support, we still need your help. We're trying to go ahead and get up to that level. We want to be up there with the big guys. And you can help us out by subscribing today. Plus, you'll get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast and also on Facebook. Like and follow us there as well. Plus, a big shout out to Zangerstein. She recently sent us an email over the weekend after the Houston game, and I posted her thoughts, the latest Z notes right here on the YouTube channel. You could go ahead and check it out today and let us know. Give us some feedback, comments. You know, Let her know how you feel right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Well, the beloved NBA Cup in-season tournament continues. Uh, earlier tonight, uh, it was a really solid game. Indiana with the upset at home over Boston, 122 to 112. Uh, right now, there's a game going on between New Orleans and Sacramento for the, you know, right now they're vying for the semifinal spot for a spot in Vegas is what they're vying for. And right now with about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, New Orleans is up by eight. So the winner moves on to Vegas. Will the Lakers be moving on to Vegas after tomorrow's game against the Phoenix Suns? We'll have to wait and see, but my question is to our panelists today, and of course, Darren, he's already commenting on it. Are the Lakers going all out a good thing for the team right now overall? Because again, they will have to play an extra game if they win, or even if they get to the finals of the NBA Cup. Remember that. And with a 38-year-old LeBron, a 30-year-old AD who, what, we counted eight times falling down in the last game? Is that really a good thing? We'll ask that question today on the show. And Darren is saying, great game going on right now. Why are all these teams playing so hard? Gerald, what say you? Because they want the cash, the cold, hard cash, 500 Gs. I hear all the time now in the quotes, I want the bag. I'm going to go to Vegas and get the bag going to go to Vegas and get the bag. Well, that's great. We'll see if that does, uh, you know, have its residual effects with LeBron James because the first man up, first man here, good man indeed. He's going to explain if, whether or not he likes what the Lakers are doing as far as this mindset is concerned. He's the madman from Toronto. He digs out of Toronto traffic to stop on by. He's rocking the LFB gear, which I will post again. It will be for all those listening and watching down below the description of where you can go and get your own great LFB merchandise is going to be right there for you. It is the magic man, Sean Grice. Sean, great to have you here. Want to ask you your thoughts on this again. 
ever since it came out, you know, even before the, you know, they started playing in the games, I said that if the Lakers progress on this, I'm not sure it's the greatest idea in the world, because again, you're asking LeBron James and Anthony Davis who tired out in the playoffs to play an extra game. So if they play an extra game, if they, if they get to that point, even if they get to the lose in the finals, it's still an extra game, which will probably mean they'll miss another regular season game somewhere down the road to make it up and might not even get them back as far as their wind, as far as being able to go ahead and go through four playoff series coming up later on in the season. Your thoughts, Magic Man, on that. I'm just saying as a note of caution, that's all I am. I know the realities, and I know the fact it's 500 Gs. So. Yeah, Gerald, it was uh, to um, kind of um, springboard into this conversation. Uh, it was an interesting conversation that uh, the inside the NBA crew had about what uh, shenanigans, at least that's what Charles thought it was, that uh, Joe Missoula was pulling uh, with the Bulls last week, Gerald, about foul, intentionally fouling him trying to make sure that their point differential was ahead of the Orlando Magic in order for them to uh, to actually win the group. And uh, Charles thought it was, uh, you know, it was cheesy, amateurish. And uh, Shaq disagreed with him, and I agree with Shaq. I think, um, I think the extra juices that are at play here kind of tell you that, like, we talked about this last year, me and Joe did, about... You know, there's a difference between the will and the want. They all got the will, just who wants it now. And, I mean, that's an example of Missoula just wanting it. He wants it. So, uh, like, I disagree with Chuck there. Um, I think it's been great, and I'm glad Indiana won because now those uh, pansies up in uh, Beantown can't, roam, can't run around this year and celebrate winning uh, the inaugural in-season tournament cup, Gerald, and let the record show that the Boston Celtics were the first team eliminated. It's 21st right. century. It's no longer the Boston Celtics century anymore, Gerald. They had their time. Um, now that they're out, I want it even more. <laughs> Personally speaking, I want them to go for it even more now. It starts tomorrow. Uh, no Bradley Beal, uh, as was the case the first two times, Gerald. I love We've it. seen the song and dance before where they go and there's players missing. We've seen this song. There's We cannot underestimate that. No, team. we cannot come into this game and underestimate them. Not not to mention the fact, Gerald, that this is this is coming at a time when we're, we're actually healthy. Like, if you looked at the Lakers injury report today, you saw something new that you hadn't seen before. Only Gabe Vincent is listed out for the Lakers. I know. I almost had a heart attack. I know. I was like, what? It's a new day, new phase. So uh, I personally love it, Gerald. And the fact that Buddy Heald hit a three-pointer at the buzzer, Gerald, when Indiana was already up seven, was that was icing on the cake for that humiliation. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is the Magic Man, Sean Grice. Thanks so much again for watching listening. Also here today, good man indeed. He is the mastermind behind Simblades. Simblades with the Y.com. Also, as well, of course, you know him as Oxide T47, 
at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Sorrow. And Joe, I go back, and the reason why I even you know created the Tonight Show with the headline and all that goes back to you, Joe, when what you said, and I 100% stand by it, when you talked about the target amount of minutes that LeBron needs to play and you saw that effectively for what one game and it went out the window for several games until we had a couple blowouts where you could get LeBron around 28, 29 minutes. Now you're getting to the point where if the Lakers do win, there is still the possibility on the horizon that they could have an 83rd game on the schedule, which is not something desirable if you're looking at it for a 38 year old player soon to be 39 in less than what three and a half weeks well for what it's worth it would be 82 games or at least on the path to 82 they have missed a game each in terms of anthony davis and would you, well, let me ask this, this real quick i apologize would you anticipate him being taken out of another game that he wouldn't have normally been taken out down the road because he if he plays that final game i want you to mark this on your calendar, I would almost guarantee that the Charlotte game, he won't be playing and he'll be at his kid's game. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not gonna pounce on, on AD and LeBron. They've done what they're supposed to do. They missed a game each, but if you, if you miss a game, one game every 20 games, it's a little bit more tolerable. 78 games is a pretty good number especially considering Lakers won the game that LeBron set. Am I, am I wrong right on that? Or was it AD who set and we won? I forgot. I think it was AD. So really, really the AD miss is, is, a uh, is, is, is irrelevant. He, as long as you win those games, it tend, it turns out to even out. Uh, the, the Lakers, I've been doing some thinking about this in the last day or so since we've had a show, at least with us three. And I don't know what's going on in sports, but it just seems like everyone is playing even. I mean, I was looking at the AFC playoff setup. Everyone is like eight and three, eight and four, seven and five. We talked about this on the ISFF last week. And then you look at the standings in the NBA, it's the same thing. It's just more games. I'm going, what's going on here? This is weird. Or is it weird? Ever since gambling started getting pushed more and more in sports as a support system, I'm, I'm noticing that there's more even standings now. There's no one blowing anybody out. There's no one doing... I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, I don't, I don't play that game, but this is weird. This is weird how everyone's pretty much playing neck and neck. I don't like it. And and we've had, you know, refereeing in the NBA has always been terrible. NFL even worse since Roger Goodell's been uh, commissioner, but it's really, really getting bad. And it's starting to make sense now. So I don't know. I don't know what what's what. I know. I, I guess maybe we should. I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how to gauge this whole participation for AD and LeBron. Does it matter? Will they still cook the, the books enough to where they can 
sustained wins? I don't know. I don't know. But the game is starting to get very, very scripted. It's starting to become professional wrestling in a lot of ways. And I'm kind of curious to see what happens in the next five to ten years on whether on whether we're really going to be watching something that's real anymore. The quarterbacks this year are going down like flies. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence just might have broken his ankle tonight. And you know these a-holes in the NFL are going to start pulling stuff out their ass to try to protect these guys even more now that the defenses have caught up. If you guys haven't noticed, the defenses have caught up a little bit because of these weird calls on top. It's like it's backfiring on them. So, I don't know. I really don't know what to think. I don't know what 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 to look at and go, wait, what's going on here? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of jumbled up all over, all over the place. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cold. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. The only thing, again, Joe, and, and this is something, Magic Man, let me bring you back in here, is something, again, I, I'm going by what Joe said in regards to how you manage LeBron's time on the court. And... Again, I may be, be being presumptuous because the Lakers still have to win two games in order to get to that 83rd game. I'm just saying, Magic Man, that if that happens, it's concerning to me because you will pay, you'll rob Peter to pay Paul. Sure, you'll have LeBron in the chance and opportunity to hoist that NBA Cup, which, you know, is great for the league. You can go ahead and use your visuals forever and ever. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. But the fact is, he will not only sit out a game for Bronny if it's like his first game or whatever game, you know, most I'm, I'm in agreement with Joe. There, there'll be some point in time where he will sit a game to go and watch Bronny's. I'm convinced that he will. There will also be another game to make up for the fact he played a game extra game that wasn't meant to be in a normal schedule if that makes sense i just think that some point in time the lakers will take him out of a game or he'll get you know even if he doesn't have his usual injury like he's had for most of his career with the lakers at some point in time during the season he'll still be sat out an extra game for any extra effort that he gives us this coming week in the nba cup Oh, it's a hundred. Uh, no, that analogy is great, Gerald. I mean, it's it's almost as if uh, let, let's say you're let's say you're in a well, let's say I'm in a GTR Nissan, and I'm racing beside, um, ooh, a Venom Hennessy, and I want to beat him, so I rev it up right off the line. Boom! Now I might win. I'm probably going to lose given the car I have and given, you know, the Hennessy is one of the fastest cars out there. But regardless, if I want to win that bad, I'm I'm 
willing to risk blowing out a tranny um and that's not good so that that was that was actually a good example gerald like if you really want to go for this you, you might, you're gonna have to live with a lot of risk as well because there's the reward is 500 grand in bragging rights and there's a lot more risk involved than uh juice at the end at least for what lebron and ad um are ambitious about which is you know an nba title not a an in-season tournament uh, victory. So I'm with you in that sense. On the other on the other hand, it's just natural competition and natural selection just happens to weed all of these things out. And I mean, if you made the final eight, you already made 50 grand. You already have 50K in your back pocket. You win again, that's 100K. So you doubled it. So um, and then you win again, Gerald. All of a sudden, you got two hundred, right? And then you win again; it's five hundred. So, uh, some of these guys really want it, Gerald. You could tell that the Pacers really want it, and I, I it wouldn't shock me if they got if they beat the Bucks or the Knicks, given the way they were hungry for trying to uh, get the victory. Um, it's going to be ultra competitive tomorrow. It. it it may have a playoff atmosphere. At least it should. Uh, and that's. But then again, really- why is that? Why should it be a playoff atmosphere? Why? I know the league wants that, but it's not the playoffs. It's not. So I'm. I, I think it's. It's kind of. Uh, I was trying to explain this the other day. It's almost as if it. They're trying to insert. Um, well, you're burning just, the candle at both ends. Just a, a, an extra sweetener of competition at the at the risk of maybe spoiling the whole batch there Gerald. Um, well, I told you I told you if sweet. somebody gets hurt in that final game magic you man. You know what we've been talking about participation with this league and then now we're whining about what if this gets them hurt. I think you can't have it both ways. Yeah, and that's true and I get your point and I get your point Joe. I'm just looking at it from both sides as far as it's easy the it's example. easy to know what the NBA is trying to do they're trying to make something relevant now that wasn't relevant for years now a game so- in December can it be relevant that's all they're trying to do and what they're doing is they're 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 using tactical marketing for example when you go and see uh, a head and shoulders bottle that's purple. It does colors do things to to your brain that yes. give you attention, right? And you're like, ooh, this looks good uh, because the color does things to people, right? When you're in well, the store and you hear certain types of music, right, right, and and sailing, <laughs> sailing away <laughs> to where I'm going. So they're doing the same thing with these courts where. The, the TV screen will get your attention. And it, it, it doesn't matter who. If you're watching basketball, if you're not watching basketball, if you don't watch basketball, somebody's going, oh, what's that? Why is the, why is the court like that? Is this the NBA? What's going on? Is it the NBA Finals? Is it what got, like someone who doesn't know what's going on, that's how they get you. Now, as far as it meaning anything, it doesn't. What, what is somebody? It's, it's just like somebody winning a, an insignificant bowl game. That's really what it is. Uh, it's just there to give you a little extra something. But I, I I think this constant nonsense with worrying about people getting hurt 
is 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 just exhausting at this point. These guys are professional athletes, some of the most conditioned athletes on the planet. Can we can we and they're getting paid a lot of money to play basketball. They're not storming the beach at Normandy. But so, you know, you and I both know if he does end up playing an extra game that it's going to be made up for some time down the road, which might hurt us in the standings. The real I don't think I don't think it's going to I don't think that's what they're doing anymore. LeBron kind of stopped doing that in 17 if I remember correctly. He played 82 games for the first time I think in his career in 2018. Mm-hmm. Was it 2018? Yeah, 2018. I believe so yes. And I'm taking a guess here. I'm not looking at the stats. And he's only missed games really because he's hurt. He's trying to maintain himself to some degree. Right now he ha- he looks pretty healthy. AD looks pretty healthy. I haven't really seen too many kinks and things. I know his shin was bothering him. I know. But most of that 17, is 18 Joe. Yes. Yeah. Most of it is just from getting kicked or knocking knees or somebody stepping on somebody's foot. It's it's a it's a it's a cause and effect situation. It isn't him jumping in the air all of a sudden comes down kind of all weird. I just I can't I can't go into games and worrying about that stuff. You, if you worry about that stuff, that's when you get hurt. You got to play. You're there to play. Play the damn game. If you got to play an extra game to win some insignificant trophy, okay. So what? So what? You're you already missed the game. You make up for it now. And then has it been... really connected though with the, with a regular general audience? It's connected obviously with no, NBA no, fans like and hardcore. Not likely. I, I don't really know what would ever connect a regular season NBA season to a, a general audience. I don't know what the, would. Actually, I do know. It would have to be someone like a a LeBron James in his prime, maybe. But see, I don't remember people talking about LeBron like they did Kobe and Jordan and those type of guys. Even Shaq, I don't remember hearing too much. There was something about. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, where you could not miss even a regular miss a regular season game. It was you don't know what these guys were gonna do. You had to go see it just in case. Think about it. January twenty second, two thousand six. Joe, Joe, you live on the West Coast. I understand why you might think that, but he was he was promoted ad nauseum on the East Coast. Oh, I know he was. LeBron, but, LeBron was so, but LeBron. LeBron, even in the finals and in the playoffs in Miami, couldn't sell out. They, they kept it a little hush-hush. They couldn't sell out freaking Eastern Conference final games and finals games in Miami. Now, I know the culture there is different. A lot of Cubans, a lot of Haitians, a lot of Dominicans, a lot of people that are as melted plot, melted. The, the melting pot for those particular regions are baseball and soccer. See, so here's the get thing, it. right? So, when Nike came to Kobe and they said, hey, Kobe, we want to feature you and LeBron in puppet commercials. And they they showed him the test, Gerald. And he laughed. He loved it. And everybody after the meeting thought, wow, because they were surprised. They thought Kobe would say no. But Kobe helped bump LeBron 
that's that's the big difference. The media tried to create this narrative that somehow they were two diametrically opposed forces meant to collide, but really they were uh, spiritually connected from a basketball perspective. And Kobe knew that um, it would help not only him and LeBron, future athletes would see that and think, okay, you know what, the the uh, the vet helped the young buck and he bumped him up a little bit. Kobe didn't have to do that, but that was that was the brilliance of it, and that's why those commercials will live on, Gerald. Well, the thing that, is, though, that, that was that was the height of hype for the NBA. So when Joe talks about the last time that there was that kind of flair that the NBA had. That era was it. It was the 05 to 09. That era. But the thing is, Magic Man, get this. Okay. And once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate you joining us. It's Joe Soro, Magic Man, Chang Rice. Truly appreciate you watching, watching and listening to our show. Cannot thank you enough. Please like and subscribe. The thing is, Magic Man, when Russell Westbrook was traded here, I was told, you know, I you, you saw me I when I freaked out the day that he got traded. And I was told by dozens and dozens of people, just whether on the phone, text, in person, or emails, uh, on our chat, don't worry, Gerald, it's no problem. It's going to work out. Never worked out, did it? Austin nope. Reeves. When we saw him playing defense in FIBA, had lots of people on our chat, got emails, got people in person. Don't worry, Gerald. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. No problem. He's better on defense than you think. Why did he go to the bench? Because his defense was not getting it done. So you'll forgive me if I'm going to ask that I be a little bit cautious about our 38-year-old superstar. The only way we're going to win a championship this year, by the way, is by him playing at a top level and asking him not only to play extra minutes above what he should be playing, but also playing an extra game. So you'll forgive me if I am a little bit concerned about our 38-year-old superstar and our 30-year-old superstar who is inconsistent in the first place who falls down eight to 10 times a game in the second place. If I'm going to ask him to fall eight or 10 times more on the floor, one extra game. I would worry. I would worry about that when we win a couple more games. I I, I don't think that I think I'm just hoping we don't pay for it down the road, Joe. That's all I'm saying. Pay for what? One extra NBA game. That doesn't should be fine. Should be fine. There. I, but it's the fact you have to go to Vegas. You have to do, mm-hmm. you know. So. There's a lot of schlepping involved with this. And the yeah, pomp well, and the circumstances the NBA will throw in there. Well, the schlepping, unfortunately, started. It and got, uh, it got Orleans, bad three years New ago, Orleans, guys. Sorry, they, they sorry, just, they... sorry Joe. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans have just uh, defeated the Sacramento Kings. They're Kings, up by 10. you're out. And uh, New Orleans is heading to Vegas. And uh don't tell me, Dante, that I have all the answers. I don't. But common sense is common sense, Dante. And everybody just seems to be like, it's just like, it's A-OK. Everything's A-OK. And it's not always A-OK. 
That's all I'm saying. And and Gerald, it just goes to show you having having a player like Zion Williamson in a tournament like this can can kind of be a game changer because he yep. we're, uh, if we win, he's going to give us a lot of problems in Vegas. And no, I don't back down, Darren. Just like Joe, we, when we have opinions, when we feel strongly about something, there you go. It's beneficial for the league. And I understand it's gotten interest. And I understand it's gotten clicks and views, and especially to the NBA hoop heads that are out there. Not so much our audience. That's the surprising thing, Magic Man. Our audience hasn't really been too interested, in them, even with the Lakers advancing as far as they did. Mm -hmm. They're more worried about if the Lakers lose – do they get a whole week off? No, they don't, by the way. They don't get a whole week off. They only get – the league will throw in a game against the Kings. It's going to be, the you know, if they lose. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's probably what will happen. But, yeah, it just, just seems like magic, man. I want to go ahead and, and just – I want to enjoy it. I want to make sure that the Lakers hopefully will be able to get there. But, again, as I said from the very beginning, I won't back off my stance from my original before the whole thing even started and say – LeBron and AD are you're asking them to play an extra game. Yeah, it, it's uh, you know, that's added risk and norm normally if you if you're a rational person, common sense, you wouldn't uh take on something if there was additional risk without a greater reward or even even Gerald. Yeah. So it, so it, let's, let's say this magic man Okay, it gets to a final and it's a close game. You know, Allen says 35 minutes. Does he actually play 35 or does he play more? That's a great question. Joe would probably you, tell I, you 38 to 40. I think eventually you'd have to cap cap it at some point. I mean, if we're going down this road, if it's th three, four, five, six, because it's a it's a tournament. It, so guys, guys. Look, man, I, I think we're dissecting this a little too much. Okay. Look, this, let these freaking guys play. Forget about managing minutes. Forget about 82 games, 83 games, 88 games. Who cares? Just play the damn game. Try to win. If you can't, go on to the next one. It, 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 there's too much thought on this. Well, it doesn't he asked the question and I answered it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It just, It's just... Managing There's guys, no such no. thing as managing minutes. We knew that after game one. This yeah. team is not equipped. Number one, they have no identity. Number two, they don't know how to run set plays for 48 minutes. Number three, you have defensive liabilities everywhere on this team. Number four, AD shows up three quarters of the game <laughs> on the average. So if you were able to clinch some of those a little... <laughs> Joe's got to get on a plane and go <laughs> beat you up, Magic Man. Watch out. What is this, Jeopardy? No, he was. Never mind. It's Christmas song. On the first day of Christmas. That's what you were rhyming the way off. You were listing, the way you were listing everything out, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> I get you. Stop I get babying these guys. All right. I'll stop baby. I'll stop baby. I'll just, just play the game. It. Try to win this thing if you can. If you can't, whatever. Who cares? I care about Larry O'Brien trophies. I don't give a about any of this. That's what I say. But these guys obviously been, you know, the more talk in the locker room, they're getting each other pumped up, Magic Man and Joe. Joe should have grabbed a knife. 
yeah. grabbed a big knife, cut off a segment of that apple, and just that that would have been great. I have scissors. About the five hundred k. It's about you know, the five hundred k. Yeah, it's about the five hundred k. Huh? Okay. <laughs> so, but I'm hoping now that the Lakers, now that they have Bando back, who can give you some minutes, now that they'll most likely play Rui Hachimura. Well, think because- about, think of, think about it though. Think about it. You're on a rookie contract. You only have a set a lot of money, and you have to allocate that to certain places. If you said. You could have an extra 500k if you run run the table and win this tournament. Yeah, it's that's an incentive. As as much as people are laughing at this, it really is an incentive for a young person who can't really spend the kind of money that they want. Yeah, again, it's uh, you know for their for the guys that are on the end of the bench or the guys that are on the minimum. It this is big money for them. I'm not going to kid you wrong for. For LeBron, this is just a regular game check or close to it. So, but he's he's excited. He's talked about it. They've talked about the money. Uh, Joe Intel Wild says, "Trust me, if we win the tournament, here comes the social media memes. Lakers used to win real blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, you know it. Intel, we just cannot win. I, I don't. I don't think that's true, guys. Again, this you're, is the LA Lakers. Lakers you're going to get win. all sorts of hate, no matter what the Lakers, Lakers win. Championships falling down. This is not. This isn't the the Celtics of the last 40 years or the Sacramento Kings this is the Lakers. I, I wouldn't worry too much about blabbering from numbskulls. I, I don't really Well, yeah. And I mean, we could put up a meme since, since 08 bitches, we've got two titles and an in-season tournament cup. Three titles. Since 08. Three, three. The thing is, though, and a, and an in, and a in season cup. Oh, we have six in this century too. By the way, just in case you guys forgot. Oh, a back to back. Oh, a three p two. Oh, suck my ear. <laughs> Thank you, Intel. You could have said Jack. eggplant. That would have been more fitting. Uh, I will say though that. It's going to be very interesting. Like Magic Man said, it's great seeing only Gabe Vincent on the injury report. That means everybody else is going to be available to play. Joe, what are you looking forward to seeing with Rui Hashimura, him coming back? I don't know, with the mask or without. I don't know. Usually I'm looking might... forward to Rui sitting on the bench. Because they the don't play game. him. No, I don't know what it is. Does it seem like Darvin Ham likes Rui Hashimura? Maybe because he's not a guard. He's only shooting 42% from behind the arc this season. Only 42, you know, and on a team that doesn't shoot well too, by the way. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Imagine if you ran plays for Rui. Imagine (gasps) how that would be. Because you know what the funny thing about that is? The few times I've seen him in the corner, wide open, they go in. But (gasps) apparently that's not good enough. We talk about that all the, you know, when whenever that rarity happens, you know, like like Bigfoot sighting and the Lakers actually running a good play. That's magic, man. That seems to be, mm-hmm. you know, a rarity indeed. But when it does happen, it oh, usually Gerald, does t- work. Today you saw you saw four teams who can hit open shots. Yeah. 
Wish we were one. It's a, it, it's a treat, other than watching Laker games, to see that. <laughs> one game, we saw that happen. One game, Sean, we saw that happen. Yes. And just like one game last year, Gerald, oh, wow, they they found a genie in the bottle against the New Orleans Pelicans. Are they going to just all of a sudden jump into that pool of being a great three-point shooting team after being crap for the first 65 games? The answer is no, Gerald. <laughs> and I think, you know, when when everything gets reestablished here, can we please just go with D'Lo? Cam, Vando, LeBron, and AD, and live with that. What dif- what difference does it make if we're twenty eighth in three point shooting or twenty six for Christ's sake, Darvin? What goddamn difference does it make to you? Well, you talked about Prince, uh, the Torian Prince. Oh my God! The seemingly love that he has from Darvin Ham. Uh, and then uh, Max Christie has now caught the eye of Darvin Ham as well. Max Christie has played better. Let's give him some props. You know, Rodell, he hasn't written us an email in a couple of days now. And I think it's all because of Max Christie has been playing well. And we've been very kind to him, throwing him flowers as well. So hopefully that is going to continue. But, you know, with Vando and Rui and Cam now back, Joe, how do we juggle this lineup now? Now we have all those same questions that we were asking during preseason when we thought everyone was healthy going into the season. We're now asking all those questions now as far as who gets the time and who doesn't, Joe. Well, that's the job of the coach to identify who play when that's what during, scares me. during a game. That's what scares me. I was watching Sabonis tonight back trying to back down Zion, he was struggling. Zion was just too much weight. And what does that mean for the Lakers in the future? Do we have anybody that can kind of be a, a wall to those guys that have been kind of working us, like Sangoon and, and Sabonis and Embiid? That's something I think the the Lakers need to start really paying attention to. We are seeing a little bit of a renaissance of the big man coming, actual post-ups and actually trying to get to the basket, at least with the Lakers anyways. I feel like between Jokic, Sabonis, Embiid, and Shangun, those guys played traditional big man basketball against us, and they worked us. Hell, we, we created that freaking game. Where's your pride there? Let's start focusing on that maybe a little bit. But I don't, I don't, I don't know how. Who are you going to put in there? Uh, Christian Wood isn't going to be able to do anything. AD obviously doesn't have the prowess to do that. So do you have to go find some big that can do it? Those guys don't don't grow on trees, man. So the Lakers are going to have to figure out how to work around that. Otherwise, when half court becomes even more important during. Uh, uh, playoff game that ISO crap ain't gonna work unless you're making your shots and you know what happened in Denver with that last year but it's a lot of stuff guys it's a lot of stuff it's this the, the the NBA has become so fluid in its philosophy in what it it, it is a it is adopted the Mike D'Antoni 
thoughts of how basketball should be played. Mike D'Antoni won, guys. His offense won. It, it just needed a it needed a an anchor, and the anchor was Steph Curry. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on the same team. And then you started seeing the Dame Lillards, and all of a sudden, for the last decade and, and change, you started seeing everybody playing in the same way and adopting that kind of way of playing. Because now you don't need to be seven feet tall or six eleven and be dangerous. You still need to be tall in the NBA. But man, imagine if you can shoot. You actually, as long as you have some kind of height, like I know Steph Curry gets billed at six three, but I think he's close to six one. If I'm if I'm if I had to take a guess, I don't know. I haven't seen him in real life, but yeah, when you got, when you got a guy like that who, who can still scare the hell out of you, yeah. It, it, that, that definitely changed the game. And then the system's all set up for that. And not being able to play defense like you used to. I, you, Udoka and, and LeBron got into an argument. And all of a sudden, it's everywhere today. That's how boring the NBA has been the first month and a half. That I had to listen to a bunch of jackasses criticizing LeBron or Ime about talking smack in an NBA game. Yeah. And a dumb ref that kicked them out. I mean, seriously, guys, this is just stupid at this point. I mean, is anybody going to say anything? I mean, Charles Barkley yaps a few times, but does he really have any pull? I don't know. Does anybody? I don't know. It's just whatever. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Sorrow along with Magic Man Sean Grice and me, Joe Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. Magic Man, Intel Wild with a super chat. And thanks so much again. Truly appreciate any super chat. Really helps us out here at the Lakers fast break. He noted that right now at the top of the Western Conference, the Timberwolves, OKC, and the Nuggets, uh, who are, I believe, in the same division, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, They're ones, two, and three at the top of the Western Conference. The bigger thing, though, is tomorrow's game, not only for the NBA Cup and the right to go to Vegas, blah, 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 blah. It's also a fight for first place in the Pacific Division. If the Lakers win, they hop into first place in the Pacific Division. Keep that in mind as well, Magic Man. Yeah, absolutely, Gerald. Um, That's a plus. Um, And considering the fact that you'd have three straight wins over the suns that no matter how many t- how many more times they beat you because it's only a couple more times you'd win the season series that's important especially considering the fact that as as joe alluded to that middle of the western conference standings are, are packed like sardines in a can you know that northwest division is very interesting you have three really good teams and two really crappy teams it's probably the most um diametrically opposed division in all of the NBA. Uh I think it'll eventually work itself out. One of those teams I think is going to come down a little bit. If I had to guess, I would say it'd be the the Thunder. Because I think although Minnesota plays a very uh a bland generic style of offense, Gerald, at times the sets they do run are very efficient. Those high screen and rolls, ant runs with either Cat or uh, Rudy uh, are very effective. Uh, it's like peanut butter and jelly. I mean, you could get sick of it, but uh, 
it's nutritious and it works. So uh, it's going to be a staple of their offense till the till the playoffs come along, and we obviously know what's going to happen there. You're going to divide half the court, and they're going to be out in the first round. Um, we need we need uh, a good a good showing here tomorrow. If we can win, be atop of the Pacific Division, I think that would be a first since twenty one twenty two. We weren't an all at top last year, nor the year before. So, I mean, yeah, it, it it's it's both uh, kind of an important uh, landmark and also um, kind of sad as well. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. Magic Man, Chuck Rice, Joe Sorrell, me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. Joe, when it comes right down to it, a big matchup whether you're looking forward for the NBA cup reasons why, or for me, I'm more interested in the fact that the Lakers can take a sole position of first place in the Pacific division with the win and vault up in the standings in the Western conference. Most likely they would vault up to fourth in the Western conference from their current seventh place standings. So to me, that's just, if not more important to me, as far as that's concerned, Joe. Yeah, the division thing has been a discussion we've had for a while here. I, I thought if you wanted to create some interest, uh, I would make the, the division games more relevant and, of course, the whole issue with uh, exhaustion during an 82-game season. Limiting the travel would be the, the easiest way to combat that by having more games in division than having your standard four in in conference to at a conference schedule but i might be ignorant in terms of the possibility of logistically making that work i, I haven't really had i don't even know where i would start to figure that out i'd probably need to talk to a schedule person down in the nba but well you'd also have to talk to the 30 30 owners of all those arenas as well because if you're going to take uh, certain teams or certain geo locales out of there, what are you going to replace it with? Because I got a mortgage to pay too. Yeah. But people's attention span these days doesn't matter. I don't. I don't think it would matter anyways. Uh, this has to be a. And I don't. I don't. I don't think the NBA is really worried about it too much. I think they get enough eyeballs on this thing to between the, the, the betters and the and the diehards like us. And then the casuals will fill in the gaps when they can. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm gonna be curious to see what the end result of this tournament is at the uh, once it's completed. If the are they gonna base it off ratings? Are they gonna base it off some kind of algorithm that says, hey, people were more glued on this at bars or 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 at casinos. I don't know. Because mostly those places usually play the games anyway, so I don't know. But that's kind of my curiosity right now with the tournament. It's not so much the game. I want to play – I want to beat Phoenix because I want to beat Phoenix for the third time. That's my my first thought. Whether it's in a tournament, I don't really – I don't really think about that initially. And then you know you're going to play New Orleans next, and then whomever the winner of the – Pacers and I can't remember who the last bracket was on on top on the, the Bucks the and Knicks. Yeah, so the Bucks and Knicks. 
I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I want. I'm, I'm curious to see what, what, what the results are, and if, if the results are not good, are they going to scrap it or give it another shot next year? If it works, are they going to do more than one during the season? That's kind of my question. They're going to do one now, or mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Can't, you can't, can't really. I, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure that'll be explored, Joe. But that's really gimmicky. I mean, even European soccer leagues don't even do that. But I'm not, excuse me, I'm not really too concerned about the players having issues with. You know, I'd I just like to say this uh, that, you know, this was scheduled for a certain time. Somebody yawning at me with me being on the West, me being on the East Coast. And yeah, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I was up at four. Oh, here we go. I, I walked home. I walked home. And, I did. And, I did forty-five minutes of, of snow, cardio. Minutes then I went to the gym home. right after and did about forty-five then, minutes of and then weight had, training. And then I lost and then, my and bike. And then, and then. <laughs> I actually move and work for a living with a heck of a lot of downtime too. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I. I don't, I don't. Why would I love to throw some hot grease on you right yeah, now? Yeah, I know. Cool, bro. Please, for the love of God, do not take whatever Joe, Jeff Sloboda says personally. He would, he loved your conversation with him on the show, the Pop Culture Cosmos. After we went on the air, he's had nothing but nice things about you. Don't take it personally. That's just who he is. He uses foul language all the time. Watch his channel, the MCU's Bleeding Edge. And you'll know why. There you go. Don't take it personally. Cool, bro. All is good. This is the way. Once don't again, personally, that's yeah. That's don't take advice. it personally. That's good yes. advice. Now, if Joe calls anyone out there something, then you might want to take it personally. But that's that's beside the point. Cool, okay. bro. All is good. I don't know. You've called people a lot of stuff before. You, well, like, you've called like, me a lot of stuff before. Mm-hmm. Thomas Wait, called me a weird? lot of stuff before. I haven't called uh, Sean. No, you you've always been nice to Sean. So yes. Yeah, there was only one true. there was only one actual individual in our chat at one time that was mean to Sean, and I went off on that. Like person. and Gerald yeah. uh, kindly kicked him in the ass. Yeah, I yelled he, at him, told him that yeah, yeah, told him he flew more, farther yeah. than Mary Poppins. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> cool, bro. All's good, my friend. Cheer up. We got you covered here at the Lakers fast break. Don't worry. Yeah, you, you know what, cool, bro? You, you'll you'll find that certain people will, might, you know, might rub They speak in different way. ways that's yeah. normal to them, but they yeah. don't know they're offending people. Exactly. <laughs> they don't know exactly. they're offending people at all when they speak normal. Exactly. Stuff. The thing it's is, an yeah. internal, it's an yeah. internal. Yeah. The offending part is, 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 <laughs> it's funny you bring up the word offend, offensive. You, you, you could be offensive not saying anything these days. Sure. So yeah. my advice to those is at that point, if they're already going to assume you are something or get offended by anything you say, you might as well go all the way. I bet people be offended when I, when they sneeze and I say, God bless you. So there you go. There you go. So how <laughs> stupid and brainless is that? So I just say gazoom tight. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I was gonna. No, you Whoa. don't say gazoom tight. You say grow a pear <laughs> and eat a dick. 
<laughs> you know what? <laughs> Trust me, it would work. Just get random at the They'll airport. They'll remember Somebody you forever this. with Grow that Grow a pair, comment. sir. Grow a pair. They will need remember. <laughs> they will remember your comment, and they will remember next time they want to get offense, offended. They will think of you forever at that point. Yeah, that's right, Dante. Yes, yes, that was the lowest blow ever. Yes, Dante, you're right. Yes, yeah. Because uh, I've had I've had many clients who had Biden paraphernalia in their garage. Did you see me go in there and go? I'm sorry, ma'am. I have to leave because you have uh, Biden paraphernalia, and this goes for Trump stuff too. By the way, I'm not saying I carry it away, but you don't see me, y'all. I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't give a crap. This is a free country. You can choose to do what you want as long as you're not hurting children, hurting women, and murdering innocent people. So, again, this this stuff is, needs to stop at this point. Someone's saying, God bless you, and you're not saying, you say thank you, okay? If you get offended by that, you need to get punched in the face, actually. Oh, you don't believe in God? Okay, spaghetti monster bless you. <laughs> okay. So, so cool, bro. Let me guess. You went on his channel, and then you saw you made a comment, and then he can't comment back. Yeah, okay, that's what I get. Okay. What, what were you guys talking about? Why was he mean to him? I don't know. I, we were we were just talking about uh, Marvel, but I guess uh, he went on one of his channels, and uh, you know his channel, the MCU's Bleeding Edge, and I guess it uh, deteriorated from there. But uh, yeah, the so problem I, is when you just when you discuss Star Wars these days, it's very passionate. It's, it's it's a the, the Star Wars fan, and I have a few close friends who are fanatics. Are the dumbest, most clueless fan base on the planet in so many ways. Not all of them, but most of them. And I'll tell you why. The Last Jedi, probably the worst Star Wars movie ever, right? Uh, I'm not going to argue with that on that okay. one. Okay, my buddy who scolded that movie. You know how many times he went and saw it. Eight. He He's saw it eight times. He's going to put up eight fingers. Because I said eight? I said I would have been pissed off if you had gone twice. You went eight times and you're complaining? They're not going to stop making these movies if you go eight times. And I know you're not the only schmuck that does it. If you don't like something, don't go watch it. I'll give you one. I'll give you one on the first one. But even that, they didn't get me. Because... The Force Awakens pissed me off. I remember leaving the theater that night going, F this franchise, seriously. That was a joke. You just copied A New Hope and put it on there with lamer actors and a washed-up Harrison Ford. That casino, when they go down to the casino planet, Kurt, is just absolutely wretched. It's just awful. Absolutely I will awful. say this. When Makes I went to Disneyland crawl. two Sundays ago. Rise of the resistance, resistance. That resistance. Rise. Oh, my God. When we walked in and we saw the stormtroopers and the and space behind them, I was like, holy shit. I was like, what? dude, we're in, we're in Star Wars. It was so the, 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 it's the best, oh, it's the best theme park ride ever. It it is the best ride, honestly. That one and Soren are uh, like I went to both for the first time, and I'm like, damn, Soren should have been like a ten minute ride. And then that ride was just, uh, they knocked that sucker out of the park. Made me want to go back. If it wasn't so busy that night, I would have went back. But 
I'm going back to Disneyland after hating it for 10 years because of that. So sometimes they do win out. I will tell you, when it first opened, like about two, three weeks afterwards, we went uh, to the one in Florida when it opened up in Florida because it opened up in, in Orlando first. I went. It was just the experience. I've gone to the the California one too. The experience was awesome, but they were just like an extra high gear, Joe. They actually had British actors like coming up through, like playing the you know the Empire. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're talking smack, and literally they come up right to your face. You rebel scum, <laughs> and just right into my face, and I was just like having the biggest goofiest Star Wars mark smile up. I was mean, oh that's okay can you call me another rebel scum again you know just have that, that I geeked out uh, just just like it was because it was just like you said it it's just that good of a theme park experience because that's what it is it's not just a ride that is the closest thing I've ever had to a, an experience at a theme park show yeah no doubt and, and that was awesome. that was that honestly I could say I don't I don't know. It's not a ride. It's an attraction. It's probably the greatest attraction I've ever been to in any amusement park. That I'm telling you, that stormtrooper line with the with I spent forty bucks on a shirt. I really wanted to go because I I wanted to go. So obviously you couldn't, but I wanted to go over there and just just kind of get to get closer to the space thing. (laughs) Like I could just get out there. It was great. They 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 knocked that one out of the park. That was a grand slam, bottom of the ninth in a, in a World Series game for sure. Yeah, they've tried to emulate that uh, with a, their some of their latest rides, uh, not quite to that effect, but yeah, I I get you on that. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. It is Joe Soro, Magic Man, John Grice, and me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. But before we head on out, Magic Man, and I guess tomorrow we've got a full slate because it's a preview. And then, of course, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And then, of course, the post game right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Your thoughts, though, I think that there's going to be – I just wish it would be a, been a week later because then we would have been able to integrate Vando a little bit more. He'd be a little bit more ready. Uh, Rui would have had a couple games under his belt. That's why I was concerned why he didn't play on Saturday – I mean, you, those guys are coming in relatively cold. We saw Vando struggle in on Saturday, and I don't think you're going to get a whole lot better yet for him. But the fact is, these are warm bodies that you're throwing out there. So even that, even if it brings down the bronze minutes, just even a couple, and you're still able to win the game, to me, that, that would go a long way. Heck, Gerald. I mean, with, um, with the length that, that uh, the Suns possess, especially with uh, both Book and KD out there. I mean, if you can throw Vando and Cam out there, I'd be happy with that because either one of them could switch on either one. Um, personally, I'd put Cam on KD and I'd stick with with um, 
Thando on, uh, but unfortunately, we're gonna see Torian Prince on one of those two guys, Gerald, and 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 that's what Darvin Ham's recipe for for a good defense is. Let's put Torian Prince, the worst perimeter defender on our team, up against two of the better perimeter players in the NBA, let alone on their own team, and see what sticks. Not, you know. So I I with you. If this was a week ago, Vando would have sea legs underneath him. He'd be able to be in the starting lineup, and we probably wouldn't be have having a, a mind numbing, um, ball chafing conversation about why Torian Prince shouldn't be a starter anymore. Joe, any keys to the game, my friend? I'm not sure you're gonna be able to make the pregame because I know you'll be working hard at Simblades. Uh, so any keys to the pregame that you think it looks like I don't I'm, I'm assuming Booker and Durant are going to be going to be eligible for the game magic man. Yeah, it looks like. Durant, yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, just of course, right on time. Of course. Uh, Bradley Beal remains out, Gerald. It's going to be tough. They haven't played against Booker yet this year. If he goes off, it's likely not going to mean good things for for the Lakers, but if the Lakers hit their open shots tomorrow and play relative, relatively good team defense, they, they, they should have a good shot at winning the game. But I, they always struggle with these elite guards going off. If, if Booker goes off and Durant can't be stopped, this is, this could be a blowout actually. Uh, Gerald, before we uh, before we head on out, I just wanted to uh, bring something to your attention and to the audience. Um, I have up here the point differential in the NBA for the entire league. All right, as I scroll down, do you know the? Yeah, <laughs> the Lakers. Yeah. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> way down here, we're going all the way down. Uh, right there. The Los Angeles Lakers, negative one. Now that's that's off of a forty-four point loss and a thirty-plus point loss, and you're only a thirty-four. Yeah, yeah, and you're only a negative one at this point. Yet look at where you are, and Gerald. To uh, I'm I'm really pointing this out to Joe because Joe had mentioned that he's seeing. Uh, more parity than normal. It, really, Joe? I like given the given this. There is a there is a big drop off, like huge. Like, look at the difference between the Raptors and the Bulls there, and you have, as a Bulls fan, Joe, Alex Caruso, an All NBA defender, and you're still almost a minus six per game. It's a bad team. That's a bad team. That's a bad team. And then, Gerald, the San Antonio Spurs with a minus 12, Gerald. That's on pace for the third worst point differential of all time. Well, uh, let me let me the, say the this. Parody, ahead, the, the parody is based off of uh, the standings. Each conference from one to eight is four games out from first. It, this is why I was mentioning this at the beginning of the show. There's very little. There, there's very little. There are 
five good teams right now with a point differential. I'm not five. looking at the point differential. I'm looking at records. Well, the point differential matters more than the wins and the losses. In the it doesn't, NBA. though. It does because the point differential, the point differential is actually a, a compass, a literal compass to how a team performs rather than the wins and the losses. That would be the case if if the, the standings didn't say four games from one to eight on both conferences. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. It's the standings. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> Better eat that apple fast. It's starting to turn brown. <laughs> if he had a paper cup, he would have been Richard Dreyfus and Jaws. I was thinking Nicolas Cage and uh, the family man when he's taking a drink. No <sighs> Quint, Quint had the actual real beer can. That's what made that scene so good. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm excited for this game to see what happens. Uh, it is, of course, the NBA Cup quarterfinals uh, between the Lakers and the Suns. It is tomorrow. We're going to do a pregame, obviously, of course. And then, of course, please follow us on playback. It's a really fun time. We're going to be psyched. We're going to be amped. We're going to be prepped. We're going to be pumped. Looking forward to a good game. Playback.tv, South Sacred Fast Break. Can we get to 20 people in the in the playback chat room? We've never gotten to 20. We, you know, we're on our way to try and compete against the Laker Nations on playback and all those other Lakers channels. Can we get to 20? If we could get to 20, that would be awesome. And we would truly appreciate it. Ox likes sour food. Okay. All right. That's, yeah. Intel Wild says Joe and Sean are both wrong. Gerald is right. I'm not getting in the middle of that argument between these two on that one. I'm going to. I'm going to respectfully step aside. And well, here's here's where Sean is wrong. At the end of the year, they don't say, hey, you've got better point differential. You get to have the one seed. So suck on that, Grace. <laughs> I love uh, you, man. Hey. <laughs> 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 Such a somber night tonight. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, I'm glad we're here with you. I could never slap him in the face. I'd just give him a bear bear hug. I could never slap that man in the face. <laughs> the funny thing is I'd let you, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <sighs> Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is, of course, Joe Sorrell, Magic Man, Sean Grice. Please go ahead and check out some of the great material like Sean's wearing right there. <coughs> you can go ahead and check it out. Description is below at the Lakers Fast Break Merchandise Store. Go ahead and check out what we're doing each and every time out right here. Please subscribe today. Uh, yes. Alan says, technically, you could blow out bad teams and narrowly lose against good teams and have a good point. Case in point right there. Absolutely. He brings up a good point. It works both ways. Yeah. Absolutely. But it is, of course, as Joe does the Laker Tom lean in, it is, of course, the Lakers fast break. <laughs> At least I, we're making Sean happy, and that makes me happy. I'm trying to cheer up cool bro. We're trying to cheer up our crowd. We're going to go ahead and get amped because the Lakers play against the Phoenix Suns tomorrow. Looking forward to a great game. We'll hit you up with the pregame tomorrow, so look for that. We'll go ahead and schedule it out. And then, of course, playback.tv 
slash Lakers fast break. I know you see me and hear me do this all the time, but I'm going to put it up for you. If you do, if you have not joined us, uh, if you haven't joined us yet, uh, please, it's a fun time. You always want to ask to hear Joe and Sean uncut. This is uncut as you're going to get them. Unless we do a Patreon or something else like that with special episodes where they can just curse all all the time. So go ahead and <laughs> playback.tv. The merits of Christian Wood. That's fun. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Kurt. <laughs> go ahead and check it out today. Playback.tv slash Hickers Fast Break. Well, guys, it's been great having you here. Our best chat room that's out there. There is no better chat room than right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Darren said, was he talking about Empire, Jeff? No. No. Again, Jeff Sloboda from the MC's Bleeding Edge. He was, Cool Bro was a guest, uh, was actually in the chat room as I had on guest. And uh, they were back and forth as far as some great questions. Can, can, can I ask a question? He went on Are his we... channel, and then I guess the conversation deteriorated. <laughs> Are Go we ahead. the only ones this abrupt? <coughs> as far as what? Our opinions. You're telling me there aren't Lakers shows out there that do this? I don't know. I was like, when you went off on the your opinion, which is you're entitled to, on the LeBron, Bronny thing, I had to answer more chats, more mm-hmm. comments, more emails, more social media than I have in a long time. And I just think it's because we are opinion. We go and touch on subjects that these other shows are afraid of. They just tell you that, oh, yes, he's going to go. He's going to go see Bronny's games, et cetera, et cetera. That's it. They just leave it up. They don't I found it opinion. funny. They don't provide opinion. They just tell you because they're afraid if, of sharing and their Joe, opinion. Imagine this. Imagine if you had some balls behind an actual opinion there because you were half-assing it throughout the whole show. And uh, we still got we still got the kind of feedback we did. Oh, it could have been worse. It could have been worse because I'm trying to understand why people are telling me he's trying to be a good father. What the does that mean? Well, that has nothing to do do with anything. It does have nothing to do with this. Why? Why are people like talking out of their ass with that stuff, making it sound like? I'm I'm dogging him for not being a good dad. Man, f- you with that stuff. I'm a father too. But guess what, guys? You're getting paid $47 million to play your position. Not to go gallivanting at, at, a, at your kid's game. I'm sorry. That's not how it works. Yeah, what's Hugh Jackson going to do? Yo, uh, Ridley, you know, I've, I've, I've got a big uh, – my kid's got a big uh, – Yeah, my kid's, title. you know – they're, they're having, a, having an awards bank. Yeah, I gotta go because I need to be a good father. Two weeks. Really, people? Really? You pulling that stuff out? Is this an episode of the Lakerholics? You guys are talking over like you're, you know, mm-hmm. Jamie and Tom. Come on, folks! I need you guys to use the old gray noodle. Think. Think. Okay. Again, it just for what it did, what it needed to do. That episode, guys, did what it, it created conversation, it created interest, regardless of whether you were one side or the other. It created interest. The thing is, when I responded back to people who were angry with you, Joe, the way they responded, the thing I wanted to let them know is the way that their responses were like that their opinion 
was in line with everyone else's. And I had to let them know and inform them, Joe's opinion is not a single solitary opinion on this matter. It's not there monolithic. Are, yeah. If you go and check out the chat, you'll see that a lot of people were agreeing with Joe. Intel, and, Dante. Yeah, yeah. It's not about agreeing, guys. It's not about agreeing. You can disagree all you want. It's the fact that people were saying he's trying to be a good dad. What the hell does that have to do with this? Don't put words in people's mouths. Don't make things up is all I'm saying. That's not correct. That's not how life works. But Joe, I also want to go ahead and say that. This isn't a life or death situation. I also want to say, and thank you, Serge. I, I appreciate it that it's, we do try to be very raw and honest. But I also like the fact, you, and I know that, you know, Darren and and several others, they pick on Laker Tom and, and L. Rob when they, you know, when L. Rob came on the show and was kind of defending the Lakers standpoint or whatnot, and Laker Tom, you know, he's here and he does this like, I, I like the fact that we have Magic Man different sides of the coin, that it's not all the same direction as far as our opinions are concerned. I'm flat, I, I feel blessed the fact that we, I can bring on various opinions on this. You know, Joe's very adamant on his opinion, and you were adamant on yours. Yeah, I I love it personally. I love I love people who think differently than me, and uh, it makes me think differently about certain subjects. And that's the whole point of uh, a good conversation. So yeah. I'm I'm all I'm all I'm all for it. It's like this, <clears throat> Gerald. There's um oh man, no people might get on me for this, but there's um there's a great um, blurb in Hamlet with um the titular character talks about how there's no such thing as good or bad but thinking makes it so and that's kind of what i feel like is that you know like joe was saying a lot of people are attaching the idea that somehow because joe disagrees with the fact that lebron is a paid employee and should honor the obligations of a contract that somehow you have to suspend a common sense there in lieu of he's a good father. And again, it's a very, well, he, he, he was, he, you know, if, if he wasn't able to provide, would he be a good father? Uh, again, magic man, there's great. I think there's great arguments on both sides. And I was, that's the guy. And, who's I'm, and I know that's a facetious comment. This man's a billionaire. I get like, I get it, but I'm just, it's, it's, point about what Soro was saying as he's busy it's la- it's a lazy retort it's a lazy retort it, it says that well, you it's don't not really... even lazy it, it, it's uh it's, it's how it's, they uh, feel joe dumb. that's how he feels it has nothing to do with feel it has nothing to do i feel like you know i don't want to go to work tomorrow I feel what like happens? I'm in the glass case of emotion with joe what in this conversation right now i can now. miss i can miss work tomorrow sure but what is but, that going to cost? But now, you need to respect both sides, uh, both opinions, it, because as long as you're trying to go ahead. Respecting has nothing to do with it at this point. You, 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 the retorts that I saw that caught my eye and my ear is he's trying to be a good father. What the hell does that have to do with my argument? No one said that he was a bad father or a good father. And I'm, I'm sorry, folks. You can't have it both ways, Okay. We, we hear this all the time, right? And I'm totally with it. 
I don't care about their the, the players' personal lives in the same way they don't give two about mine. I'm here to watch NBA basketball. I'm here to watch them perform. I don't care what they do outside the court. Okay, I don't. I might, I am sympathetic if something happens to their children, their wives, their uncles, their dads. That's different. Understand the difference. Life or death, health is different. This is not one of them. You are going to go take a sabbatical to go watch a college game when you have a team, your team, playing that same day, right? Tell me how the hell that makes any sense. And, 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 and how that explains the whole point of what we've been talking about, focus on this team. Or focus in general for the, the, the for today's athlete in general. Why do I like Nick Saban in Alabama? I got asked that today. Joe, when did you become an Alabama fan? I go, I'm not an Alabama fan. I go, I'm a Nick Saban fan. Because Nick Saban's one of the last guys that actually does it the right way. He actually executes it the right way. And that's that's what I respect. And if you're wondering why maybe the Lakers might not win a championship this year, well, that would be an example. You're focused on being there for your kid at his game. You know what, LeBron? Congratulations on that. You want to support your child? Cool. But retire then and go do it. Go do it then. That's how it works, guys. You want to go to those games? You want to go to those events while you're working? You might as well just retire. So that's how I look at it. And and, and I, this has nothing to do with good or bad parenting. This is about you've signed a contract to play. And we as uh, observers are, are, are wanting to accomplish something here for our teams and the pe- people we're supporting. And that's, that's, how, that's, that's it. That's all it is, guys. Shoot. <laughs> Phil, Phil Jackson... Phil Jackson got mad at Rick Fox for not getting back on time. Yeah, damn for his right he kids would. Damn right he, damn right he would, bud. Damn <sighs> right funny. he would. That's funny. Yeah, he'll miss. He'll miss. He'll miss. Definitely miss Marcus's uh, wedding. <laughs> to, especially if it's to Larsa Pippen, that's for sure. Once again, it has the talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> show <laughs> that's a that's another 15 minute rant oh right there I, I don't even know what i would once again it is the lakers fast break we truly appreciate you joining us go ahead and check us out tomorrow for the pregame we'll be here uh previewing the game giving the latest intel what's going on with the lakers and the suns then please join us playback.tv slash lakers fast break playback.tv slash lakers fast break we try to entertain you uncut although joe hasn't been very cut today he's kind of said some few things that i have to edit but anyways i don't edit him at all on playback.tv we have some great conversations there we share our emotions there and then of course we come right back as you hear for the post game on the Lakers fast break channels. And Joe, Joe needs to get out a lot of four letter words on this show because he is a business owner and he can't use four letter words freely in front of clients. Uh, so that, that it's been, a, it's been a nice substitute for him. 
Sunday. I think I'm going to schedule it here later this week. I'm going to hit up L. Rob because I know L. Rob, uh, one of our distinguished faculty members, wants to go ahead and talk Shaq. Uh, or was it you that suggested Shaq, Magic Man? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I will. Uh, I will go ahead and we'll uh, update with the Shaq. Probably do it on our day off. Uh, most likely uh, will happen. So I'll go ahead and I'll schedule it out. But yes, we will be doing one this week if I get L. Rob to join us on that. If not, I will let you guys know right here. Uh, when that will happen. Uh, so we will get that back in session. School will be back in session. Lakers Fast Break University, Lakers History 101. Uh, the latest episode will be on Shaq uh, as we've been talking about indeed. But thanks again. Truly appreciate the 20 likes out there. Search and destroy. Working hard out there. Truly appreciate it. Kurt, Dante, Sunday, your Bloodhound, you know, Alan, just truly, you know, PMC, Blue Magic, Darren, obviously some great people in our chat each and every time out. Cool, bro. I know you, cool, bro. You went to bed. May the force be with you. Don't let what Jeff said to you on his channel get you all down, man. I'll talk to him and I'll try to smooth things over. See what we can do from there. And once again, it is the Lakers fast break. We'll be back tomorrow. Full day of coverage coming right back at you because it's the Lakers and the Suns in the quarterfinal of the NBA Cup, which, you know, we'll. Winner will go to Vegas. Will the Lakers get the jackpot? Your favorite place. Yes, your favorite place indeed. Absolutely. Once again, it's Lakers Fast Break. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with more great stuff coming right back at you. And the best Lakers chat room that's out there can only be found right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Always with the app.